Hi, this is Yvonne Brown, and this is a JADcast, produced by JAD Communications International, the organization that helps women to overcome limiting beliefs and achieve their highest potential at www.jadcommunications.com. Welcome. Hi, everyone, and uh, thank you for joining us for today's JADcast. We have Deborah Stevens here. She's the Executive Vice President and Chief Financial Officer of the YMCA of Metropolitan Chicago. Welcome, Deborah. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Well, my first question is, how did you become a woman CFO at a 150-year-old man's organization? Well, it's a, kind of a long story, but uh, I uh, was an undergraduate major in international studies in Spanish, which isn't a normal path to becoming a CFO. And what probably made it even more challenging was the fact that my mom had always told me that I would never be able to pass math if I ever took a math course. So, of course, I never did. And I decided to go back and get an MBA after being a VISTA volunteer and working in social work for four years because that would be the way you'd get ahead in the social work world as well as others. And I walked in the first day and had to learn calculus in two weeks. In two weeks. In two weeks. And so mastered math and actually found out that I was way better in that than I was in literature or history or anything like that, that it really was my aptitude. And so decided after um, MBA school to come up to Chicago and work for the First National Bank of Chicago. Wow, I worked for them too. Great. Where did you work? I worked right downtown in Building One. Oh, sure. So did I. Yeah. I was a relationship manager and uh, started out in their banking program and then worked there 18 and a half years and ended up being a senior managing director and working with 30 of the biggest companies in the Chicago and Midwest. Wow. And it was great fun. Became an investment banker. Well, I'm going to ask again, how does an investment banker, woman investment banker, who uh, found out how great she was at calculus, suddenly said, oh, I think I'll go run a man's organization as a CFO. How did that happen? Well, I went back after um, 20 years of work and got a CPA. Okay. And then got a call from Steve Cole, who was the CEO at the Mm -hmm. YMCA, Mm -hmm. who was best friends with three people that I worked very closely with at First Chicago. And so he offered me this great opportunity to do something really worthwhile while still using all of the finance and uh, accounting skills that I'd acquired over all those years. And it just seemed like an opportunity that I just couldn't pass up because it's such a great organization. It does so many wonderful things for so many people across the city. And it really needed a lot of financial work. And he wanted to bring in someone that he trusted and that would be a good member of the team because he has built an outstanding team here. I'm and sure he has, but somehow I have a feeling there's a story in there. Deborah, you're not sharing with us. And my audience is going, Deborah, share your story. <laughs> sure there's any more to it than that. It was well, just a great are you from Chicago? I grew up in Chicago and uh, have been here now for 20 years after coming back from MBA school. Uh, moving from social work to being in the finance world seems like a really big step 
to most people that hear about it. And a lot of people when I started, and particularly when I was interviewing to come to a bank, just thought it was a step that really couldn't be achieved and that I would never succeed because I'm petite, soft-spoken, look young, at least I used to. You still do. And um, so a lot of people said, you can't do it, including my father-in-law, you know, people that you would go and ask advice of. And at the time, that was a pretty unusual step for a woman to even go into finance, let alone from a social work background. But it's surprisingly the same, because in social work, you have to be a good listener. You have to try and help other people achieve their objectives. You have to provide a good solution that really helps them, not anyone else. It really achieves their goals. And in banking, it was the same thing. You had to listen to your customers. You had to really work hard to understand what they were telling you, what they wanted, what they wanted to accomplish. And then you had to seek out solutions within you know, the large for Chicago family and come back with, with good ideas and present them in a way that people could understand and would buy into it. And so it's a lot the same thing. another question for you, Deborah. Why don't you share with us, if you would, any obstacles that you had to overcome? Well, probably the biggest obstacle was the fact that I don't look like the typical investment banker. And so going in to meet with um, CEOs and CFOs of some of the biggest companies in the region was a big challenge. And it, it just made me terrified. But I had a really great mentor that showed me how to do it. I had a great opportunity to make a difference, and I just had to work so much harder because to get those folks to believe in what I was saying, I really had to do my homework, and I had to know everything about their company and do an enormous amount of um, homework in order to be credible. Mm -hmm. And it usually took me longer than it would take the typical person because I was unusual and that I was a woman. But once they, once they could see it, you'd see the light bulb go on, and then they'd call you first. And it was just such a thrill to have worked that hard to achieve something kind of unusual and then to have it actually work. So it was a, it was a great experience. You've been listening to a JADcast. We hope this podcast helps you on your journey to achievement of your destiny. Remember to visit us at www.jadcommunications.com.